Shishkin Productions podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Ask Not Me Anything podcast. And in this episode, I'm speaking with Kira Taborn. She's an astrologer, an author, and a podcaster, and also a really good friend of mine. She was my first friend I think I ever met in New York. We went to school together. We were roommates for a couple years. We interned together. And we just had a really illuminating conversation that I'm really excited to share. So let's get to it. This is a small podcast, so I want to use this space to shout out some local businesses. Today, we've got Wandering Barman. They make pre-bottled cocktails and they're all handcrafted, convenient, and better than anything you could make at home. My favorite is their margarita, La Nina. You can find Wandering Barman in your favorite bar, restaurant, or liquor store. And if they don't carry it already, maybe ask them to stock up. That'd be cool. You could find them at wanderingbarman.com. What's up, everyone? I'm Lanny. And I'm Alexi. And we're bringing you Rounds Rounds of Sound. Sound. Each week, we share three songs, both old and new, with each other and with you. You'll hear some stuff you've never heard before, and you might just discover your new favorite artists. Dope and direct, absolutely correct. Find us exclusively on Spotify. Rounds of Sound. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. So let's just get right into it. First question from a Radoslav underscore Marta Vuz. How are you doing? How am I doing? Ooh. Keeping it simple. At, at this very second, I'm great. Um, in general, so-so. Okay. <laughs> so-so. Yeah, we were, we, were chatting, we were chatting before and you've been... When's the last time you've been in contact with a person? You're kind of just at home in your apartment, right? I've been at home in my apartment pretty much by myself um, for months now since I got here to LA. Um, so I guess like seven months. Um, wow. A friend did come over last week and oh, that cool. was the first time I got to like pass a J to someone. And that was really <laughs> nice. Um, there you go. Yeah. I've honestly just been hanging out with people in clubhouse for for a while now. Um, as like my, my social, cause you know, germ, we used to live together. Like I am pretty social. I love to have people over and like, just hang out and chill. So you are very social. When we lived together, we had a lot of people come through all (laughs) All the time. time. And both of us are pretty social too. We're both very very outgoing people. Yeah. Yeah. It was all, we were like a hub. Um, our place was, and my place now I have my own place and like, I live alone and it's really like kind of perfect for hanging out in, (laughs) but haven't been able to yet. So one day, one day soon. Next question from Amy underscore, 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 Nicole, what pushed you to make the move to being a full-time astrologist? Sparkly emoji. Ooh, good question. Well, first of all, I have to say, I'm not an astrologist. I'm an astrologer. (laughs) And I say that because um, I just hate being called an astrologist. Honestly, that's the truth. But um, what pushed me was I was working in advertising and um, I was a producer. And while I did like being a producer, it was like the stress kind of started to get to me, like the it was just too much. Um, and I had a particularly really intense, like difficult shoot in a couple of years ago. And I was just like, it's time. Like, I can't do this anymore. Can um, we go in the details on top of, of that, that? I have like, 
chronic illness and like mm-hmm. other things that kind of made having to commute into a, and sit in a chair at an office for eight hours a day and like look like I was working just really so much harder to do. So um, I kind of just figured out I had to like make the shift and start working for myself because I was going to like be miserable if I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you for your prime example of someone who really made the steps and took the leap to go full time and doing something that you love and I mean, finding success. I, with w- it, I don't know. know if I would have been able to do it if I didn't like have your model for two years, like, well, not even just two years for like what, eight years up until that point. Um, cause yeah, we were together from day one, basically yeah. in New York. And, well, um, I was there with you as you were on your come up. So <laughs> it was, yeah, it's, yeah, well, it was really helpful to see you do it. Honestly. Appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I think it's important to just surround yourself with other people that are doing cool things and that just makes you want to do your own cool thing. Exactly. Um, can you go into detail about if you're comfortable with it about what this shoot was that made you want to quit this job? And, yeah. Oh, should and I name I the company I though? I don't know. Um, I'm getting a bunch of people shaking their heads around here. I'll leave it up to you if you want to name. Shaking the company their heads, or not. yes or no. I'm really gullible, um, so whatever people think I, think I should do, I'll do. People are shaking their heads. I don't know if you, it's it's up. To, I'll leave it up to you. I'm I'm uh, indifferent. <laughs> You know what? Maybe, okay. maybe let's, let's keep I'll it a mystery. I'll just say it was maybe, a popular maybe, maybe retailer. Maybe okay. Um, not necessarily a retailer. Popular website. Okay. Um, that's been a lot around for a very, very, very long time. Um, and they, it was a fashion shoot. Um, it was an, a fashion account, I'll say. Um, and it was just, I was the main producer on it. I was just like, I was an associate producer and they just put a lot on me all at once without much support. Um, They had like just fired like my boss at the time. So like I felt very alone in all of it. And I had to make a lot of really split decision, split decisions, split split second decisions, like all the time and kind of had like the, um, the executive director of the studio, the department I was in, just like breathing down my neck. He was very much a bully, which is a huge reason why why I left too. And like I had to produce a, a two-day shoot in um, San Francisco two days before we had to leave for the shoot. So I was wow. like <laughs> staying up, you know, I was like at work until like midnight, sometimes 2, 3 a.m., just like working um, constantly. And it was just really, this really hard. Work. The shoot the- went really well. It was nice to come to San Francisco, but it was just, it was rough. It was really rough. And that, that's really what pushed me. I was like, they, it just kind of settled in that like, (laughs) these people don't give a shit about me and I have to look out for myself and do what I want to do because I never want to be that stressed out for anyone, like a company again, basically. Totally. Yeah, that's so. It's a blessing and a curse. It happened in a sense because oh, totally. without that terrible experience, you wouldn't be where you're. What you're doing right now, right? You might still be in the. I corp- might still be. I mean, I don't know. I always kind of had goals to work for myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, I you know what? I would have stayed. I would have probably stayed at least until I could have gotten my four hundred one k match. But <laughs> I, it was so bad I couldn't even wait like the another like seven months to do that. Yeah. So. Next question is from Sam Ashton. A lot of people think astrology isn't real. What would you tell these people? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 
first I would say like, what is your definition of real? Um, and then I would probably ask like, do you even know what astrology is? <laughs> so what, what <laughs> is astrology? Is it real? What's that? So how would you define astrology? So I would, I would define it. Hmm. I just, I'm like been teaching it. Um, I just taught like, did a whole lesson on the history of astrology. So I'm like, how do I sum all yeah, this How up? do you sum all of this into like one simple <laughs> or just like a couple of sentences? So astrology is the study it, yeah. um, of celestial movement. So things that are happening in, in the sky and then, you know, the stars um, and especially with the planets and um, noting their correlation to what happens down here on earth. Um so things happen in the sky and um, it's not that it affects what's happening on earth. Of course, like the moon does, right? The sun, the moon, like what they do, there are like physical effects of like what happens here on earth. Right. But in, in terms of all the planets, it's not, it's not like their movements are like causing things to happen here on earth. It's more of like, as above, so below. So things are happening up there. Things are happening down here. There's a mirroring happening. Astrologers study that mirroring and we study how, you know, in multiple levels, how it's affecting us, like in a world worldly way, how it, and then also like how it affects us individually and um, in our lives and the patternings that, you know, happen in our individual lives. So I I like the way you explain that. Um, (laughs) So would you, would you tell, these people that they that their concerns of astrology not being real is, are valid or would you want them to be more open-minded to understanding i, I what just it think means? the question is weird like is it real like yeah. it's a real thing like i do yeah. it for a living it's yeah. not fake right but i think what that person means is like is there is there any like factual truth underlying it um and i would just say that when it comes to being skeptical about something like I I think I think it's completely natural to be skeptical about like very surface level astrology if you're if you are coming at astrology with like you know oh I'm a Virgo and just because someone says this is how Virgos are I'm supposed that's supposed to like mean that all Virgos are like this that doesn't make any sense of course that doesn't make any sense you know there's like a 12th of the world population are Virgos and (laughs) They're not right, all right. just like the same. I think, I think that was one of my um, biggest misconceptions. That? That's one of my biggest misconceptions of astrology. Yeah, right. So, but that, when you're talking about the fact that you're just a Virgo, we're talking about that's that's where the sun was when you were born, was in the, con- the not the constellation, but the sign Virgo and the section of the sky that pertains to Virgo. It takes 30 days to go through that part of the sky. So um, that's all we we're talking about when we say your, your sun is in Virgo. What we're not talking about is like, Jerem, you're an Aries rising, right? Yeah, you're an Aries rising. I love how you remember these things. You have your moon in Sag, right? Like you have (laughs) um, your chart ruler, Mars in Libra, all of these other things, um, your entire chart, the entire moment in time and space that pertains to you and who you are. So Mm -hmm. it's not just that Virgo sun, it's that Virgo sun in the sixth house. Like, you know, I think you have Venus there too, and it's everything. It's the entire picture. And then, um, yeah. And then it's like how you live your life. It's not, 
it's not just the Virgo sun basically. And right, so right, right. that's another thing. It's like, if you don't really know to that, there's more underneath that. I didn't know. I've, I've been into astrology my entire life. I didn't um, know about birth charts until I was 21. Oh, wow. So even then, like, if you don't know, you don't know. And I don't blame people for not knowing there's like not a lot of people in the world who hold this knowledge, which was, you know, continuously throughout history, like kind of not buried, but, um, lost multiple times throughout history. So we, this is like a modern revival, but there have been multiple revivals throughout the past couple of thousand years. And it's cool to be a part of this one. It's really cool. Okay. So you said you've been practicing, you've been interested in astrology pretty much your whole life and you didn't find out more about astrology until you're 21. So the next question is from, love underscore Charlene. How long have you been practicing? So I saw my birth chart for the first time um, when I was 21 in 2012. And I haven't, that was just the beginning that, and I never stopped. Was that like, was that like, <laughs> so, a, um, was that a, a about, wow effect or what was that? that? What was that moment like when you discovered that? And you, was it that like a moment? Was it a profound moment where you immediately it was a like, moment. yeah, it was, it was, ve- it was very much a profound moment. I remember wow. it very clearly, um, just this like swelling in my chest and like this like <laughs> excitement and this buzzing feeling. I actually have the chart from that moment too. So I can like see it astrologically now that I know what all that shit means. But yeah. um, it was just this like amazing feeling. I felt like witnessed by the universe. It felt like, wow, this is, this is mine. Like this is for me Yeah, on like a universal scale. That kind of, cool. that kind of reminds me of the moment I first used a bidet. I felt the same way. What's Similar that? but different. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Um, that's amazing though. Next question is from Paris Mumpower. Can you tell us about Jeremy's sign eye emojis? You mentioned it a second ago, so maybe go more yeah. into detail. So I'm a, yeah. I'm a Virgo, I'm well, a Virgo so sun. Jeremy's SMR, and SMR is a term I use to stand for sun, moon, rising. Um, Jeremy's SMR is uh, Virgo sun, um, Sagittarius moon, and Aries rising. And so right there, you can just look like Virgo sun, okay, earthy. Um, Sag moon, fiery, Aries rising, fiery. So he's very, very earthy and grounded and practical (laughs) and reliable. And he's also super, super fiery and innovative and exciting and like has a shit ton of energy. This man has so much energy. (laughs) (laughs) He's Mars ruled. He's Mars is the planet that rules his first house of self. So um, he's super, yeah, he's super fiery and martial and just like is always constantly doing things and on the go. But in particular about like him being a Virgo, um, (laughs) he's, Jeremy, I don't know if you remember this, but when I was working at that ad agency, um, you were there for like something and I wasn't at my desk and you wrote a little post-it note, um, like basically like Virgo season 2018 coming soon. And then like heart germ, um, and you, you put it on my, um, external hard drive and it's still on there. That was like three years ago. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Well, that's it's a so love cute. language thing. My my love language is uh, I like writing notes for people. Little post-it notes, it's, which uh, is so Virgo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Virgo. I thought is... you were, I thought you were about to say something that it's it's me being fiery because that note like 
get lit on fire because the hard drive got so hot or something <laughs> but yeah you took a different direction so that's cool yeah that's not where i was going with that. <laughs> um yeah, you, you also have some Leo placements, I'm pretty sure, too. So, uh, so you are very fiery. But okay, the note, Virgo what? part, like Germ being a, a Virgo and a sixth house Virgo at that, um, he's so down to earth. Like, I think that's what everyone like really loves about Jeremy is like when you get to know him, you're just like, he's just like, so it's not even like, re- like real, like you are really real, but you are just like <laughs> so grounded. Um, and there's also this thing about Virgo energy and Virgo suns that especially in the sixth house where yours is, it's like, you're, you kind of like live to be of service in a lot of ways. And it's like, you live your life to like, in service to something. Um, and I feel like you're always trying to, you're always trying to upgrade yourself and make yourself a better person. And, um, yeah, like there's, there's that, um, what's the purification element of Virgo too. And I feel like you're always just like trying to be healthy and trying to like, Mm -hmm. just up your game and do better. And you're always challenging yourself in that way. Um, and I feel like it's very Virgo. It's also a combination of other things in your chart, but, um, yeah, I don't know the groundedness and earthiness always gets me. And then also you're, I wouldn't say you're a neat freak, but you are so good. I think it's also like the ADD thing, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the need to have things organized and streamlined. Yeah. Um, it's very much a Virgo thing and that you is take it to, to another level. Like you, you just do it so well. Like, oh, thank oh. you. Okay. So you're saying all these very nice qualities about me. So is there, is there a bad quality you could share about me because I'm a Virgo or? Yeah, or, I can. Yeah. I would love to hear that too. Cause you're making me out to be a perfect person and I'm not. I mean, you're not, I'm not saying you're a perfect person at all, but yeah. um, I, it's easy to gush about you cause you are great. Yeah. Um, but nice. that one thing about Virgos, by the way, I have a very major Virgo placement in my chart too. So it's, you know, I think us living together showed me a lot of like, oh, wow, we are so similar. <laughs> <laughs> the things that like annoy me about myself, like will come out in you and I feel like vice versa. Yeah, we're almost um, too similar sometimes. We also share a- Aries placement. Yeah. And some Libra placements. We share a lot. Of, we have some good synastry. But anyway, um, it's uh, Virgos can be very critical like very, very critical. And the reason is that Virgo um, is really concerned with the details. It's concerned with like the way things work um, and is always kind of looking to, like I said, purify and make things better and, um, you know, kind of adjust. And I feel like Virgos are often doing that to themselves too, like kind of over like analyzing things and analyzing the way that, again, they kind of, spotting out imperfections or impurities sort of sort of mindset um and i think unconsciously virgos do that a lot to the people that they are around yeah <laughs> that they is, love i can attest to <laughs> and that and it can I've... be like you know i didn't ask for yeah. that um <laughs> but thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right next question also from paris next question. i know the basics about my sign but what does a moon sign mean that's a good question. So, and so moon yeah, sign like is said, part of, what's the term you said? SM, SMR, sun, moon, 
rising. Sun, moon, rising. So, yeah. Um, and then you also have like a Mercury and a Venus and a Mars mm-hmm. and Jupiter and all the others. Is Mercury in retrograde um, right now, by the way? Just curious. Mm-hmm. Is Mer- Does Mercury happen to be in retrograde right now? Right now? No. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the moon sign, the moon sign is, so like your sun sign is in a sign, right? We all, there's 12 different signs. Um, the sun sort of like moves the sun and all the other planets. They have this like path that they move through this like belt of sky from our perspective on earth. They kind of seem to always follow the same path. It's called the ecliptic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that, that path, the backdrop of that path are the constellations. And that's like the 12 signs, which are named after the constellations. So when the sun is in a sign, like right now we're recording this, it's March 16th, 2021, it's Pisces season. So the sun is in Pisces and just like the sun is in a sign all the planets, including the moon are always in a given sign at any, at any point in time. So when you were born, the moon was in one of the 12 signs of the Zodiac. And um, (laughs) it it basically, you know, the moon goes through all 12 signs every month. Um, So your moon sign is more about your internal self. Um, I like to say it's your instinctual self. The moon's like this, this little chunk of the earth that like got, you know, thrown off chunked off chunked off is not the right term what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> sliced <laughs> you got Cut. somehow Hi-yad. got like ch- chunked off is the only mm-hmm. word, it's the only phrase um. that's coming to me <laughs> but yeah, um the moon you know yeah. it used to be the part of the earth now mm. and then it got thrown into orbit around the earth um and so it's this like literal like like this piece of earth that's surrounding us and it's the closest body to us. And so it has a lot to do with our bodies and our physical form. Um, You know, it waxes and wanes like, like we do, you know, we, we start from like nothing and then we like grow old and then we turn to nothing again. Um, So there's a lot of similarities between like the moon and our bodies our physical forms and it's also has a lot to do with like our emotional body um yeah and yeah when you're looking at your moon sign you're kind of thinking okay this is how i um instinctually respond to things whether that be like really exciting things or really shitty things and just or just like literal like instincts um like physical responses even And it's also going to describe things like um, your relationship to comfort and security. Um, The moon's also going to show like how you, like what you need to feel safe and and comfortable and like what feels good for you. Um, Sometimes that like, that's going to look different for for different people. You know, Um, you might think that's like, stereotypically like oh yeah like warmth and cuddles like that feels good <laughs> that doesn't feel good cuddles. for every every person and every moon sign so it's going to look different for everyone um and yeah the moon signs also will also describe um not always but can also describe your relationship to your mother um or whoever it was that like was the primary person in your life that raised you um because it has a lot to do with like how we were nurtured and and therefore how we nurture ourselves and others as well. So it's a lot to do with nurturance and caretaking and um, yeah, what you need to feel 
like you're being taken care of and vice versa. And yeah, the moon's really, really important planet um, in, in, in terms of our, you know, our charts and it, um, it will speak a lot to who you are, especially for people who were born at nighttime. And by nighttime, I mean like after mm. sunset right. um, or before sunrise, the moon and germs, one of those people, the moon sort of becomes the more dominant luminary or light source um after sunset so yeah you might even relate more to your moon sign if you're born at night than you do your sun sign is there any correlation that i consider myself a morning person even though i was born at night no no correlation (laughs) (laughs) okay on to the next question and it's going back to our roommate situation because you know anyone who doesn't know this kira and i were roommates for two years yeah. Slash we lived in the years. same dorm for a year. So this this question comes from actually my current roommate who I'm not sure if you ever met. <laughs> I don't think um, so. From Francis.mask. Oh, Francis. Yeah, I've yeah. Met Francis. Okay, cool. What was the best and worst part about being Jeremy's roommate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were so many good parts. I think, hmm, there were just so many like... <laughs> random moments of like hilarious fun that like we would dance we would there were just so many stupid dumb like silly mm-hmm. moments between the like you me and and colin when you say dance um, i just think of me on the hoverboard just going in circles in our apartment we had a hoverboard there for a while the yeah. one with like the wheel on yeah the one where you stand on it and you could just like literally spin Move in around, a circle yeah it's like while segue dancing. without the um without the handlebars yeah <laughs> we had so much fun and so many good like party cool. hangs you know we'd have people over and just like yeah we were good entertainers so, so what what was if you could give my best quality as a roommate and my worst quality as a roommate oh what would God. they be <laughs> So <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to handle it but you also get two skips so if oh, you want to skip one of these true. you're welcome okay, to wait let me think these are just hard questions yeah because it's been what it's, so it's it's probably been about three years since we lived mm, yeah no, has it been three years yeah three years three years it, since no, we lived together it was 2015 to 2017 so it's been like four years okay about yeah, four years four. yeah um wow. the best part of living together was Hmm. I could think of our worst part living together, but it doesn't have to do with you. It's just how our apartment got robbed. Oh, yeah, that sucked. That was not fun. I was was going to say the worst part was just that we were, I feel like we were both in weird places and like where I was at and where you were at didn't overlap that well at that time, Mm. I feel like. Um, But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy we like, we lived together for two years and we're still friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the best part was definitely like, I think just the silliness and like, yeah. we could just like be stupid together. Mm-hmm. It's it a good fun. quality to be able to be silly with your friends and not yeah. have to be, but also be serious at times too. <laughs> um, next question is from at offbeat look. Does your job make you feel like you have a stronger connection to humans? Ooh to humans yeah as as opposed to like animals or aliens or i definitely have inanimate objects humans out of all the species yeah maybe humans and then like plants interesting okay maybe animals and then maybe 
and then maybe <laughs> I don't have any connection to aliens, obviously. Um, <laughs> not that I know. Do you, of, do you believe in aliens yet. or believe um, in aliens or no? Yeah. Wait. So, what was the question? Do I genuinely love what I <laughs> well, do or something? Okay. The question. Well, real quick. Do you just in a yes or no answer? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Okay. Question is: Does your job make you feel like you have a stronger connection to humans? So I guess as opposed to if you didn't do astrology, would you feel less of a connection to humans? Do you feel like you're closer oh, to people? I feel no. like I, I feel like I'm just a, a people person. Like hmm. I like if it wasn't for, even before astrology and like, you know, doing what I do, um, you know, I was working retail and then I was working in advertising. I've always right. just like been and then I've always had like, not to say I've always had a lot of friends, but like I do make a lot of connections with people. It's like what I do. Yeah. Um, and so I think regardless of astrology, I would still be just as probably like involved, but I wouldn't have um, like, I think I about like my parents and growing up and listening to them on the phone with people all the time, like giving them advice and listening to people talk. And like, I do that. Like, I'm just doing what they did, but I'm, I'm, I made a living out of it, right. you know, and I like, I, right. just, I have a particular way of doing it and like a yeah. particular framework that I'm working with, but it's basically that like I, I, and I feel like if it wasn't for astrology, I would still be doing that. I would still be like talking to people yeah. about their lives all the time. I guess it's nice to have astrology utilizing it as your tool yeah, to connect like with these people. Yeah, it's like a tool and a framework. That's kind of how so. I feel about photography is I, my camera is a literal tool to connect with other people. Like I, exactly. I'd still be a social person and talk to a lot of people and stuff. But I feel like a lot of times I get a closer connection with people because I'm photographing them. So totally. It's a very intimate experience, which would you consider, you know, giving someone a reading? That's like a pretty intimate experience, right? Oh, super intimate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very intimate experience. And a lot of the times it's like people don't like they've never had a reading. And so they a lot of times like and I, I'm like, how are you? And people got yeah. nervous. And I feel like you probably get that a lot, too. Yeah. People are getting photographed. Totally. Um, it's so it's so yeah. interesting how uh, we both. So Kira and I met because we both went to the same school to study photography. Yeah. And now 10 years later, we're both even though we went to school to study the same thing, we're both doing I, I went the same route doing photography and Kira totally pivoted and is doing something totally different than sh something she went to school for, which I think is so cool and shows how our education system is kind of flawed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I feel like I'm doing, I'm actually still, I, I feel like I'm still very like parallel to that world. Like really, you know, I'm just like on the other side as like a creator and uh -huh. like a writer and whatever, but I'm still like creating content like yeah. all the time. You it's are just, more than ever. You know, not so much. I'm not really shooting. I guess now I'm like videoing myself. I don't know. Yeah. Recording. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next question is from cul-de-sac studio, AKA Colin Smite. Oh my God. He said, what should Aries, he said, what should Aries sings? I think he meant signs. What should Aries signs expect this April? Tell me oh. good vibes. <laughs> I wish I had Colin's chart. I probably do, but I, I could actually give him a more um, specific answer. So what should Aries expect this April? Right. This goes kind of back to the thing that, uh, you know, it's like there's 12 signs in the world. You yeah. Can't, it's hard you can't to tell say because thing. when you want to like look at predictions for yourself, you want to look at it based. This is a tip for everyone. 
if you're reading your horoscope, read your rising signs horoscope. It's going to be way more accurate to your life and like things that are actually happening to you. So read the horoscope for your rising sign. You can also read your sun sign, but I would suggest reading your reading your rising sign. And so I would like I could give a better um, horoscope for Aries risings, like you worm. Um, <laughs> by the way, I call Jeremy worm. Like yeah, it's one of my nicknames. <laughs> It's from Emily Heller. <laughs> shout out. She, shout out Emily Heller. Yeah. Um, who was also the first person to tell me about moon signs and rising signs. Really? So she's Interesting. a Scorpio OG. So, so the, next, the next question is actually kind of similar to this question. It's also an Aries question that's general. <laughs> it's from, I feel like you might have a similar answer. It's from Co Fashion, KO Fashion. Are Aries women doomed for a successful relationship? Oh, absolutely not. No, never mm-hmm. listen to anyone who says anything bad about Aries women. All the women I've ever hooked up with are Aries. <laughs> and they're really? awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- no, no, absolutely okay. not. There's so cool. much more to you than just your sun sign and just being an Aries sun woman. You, I think what it is with Aries placements in general, because I, I have an Aries moon and I relate a lot to Aries issues. <laughs> and I think um, we we really need our independence. And more than that, we really need our partners to, um, we really need to feel supported in that from our partners. Like not, not in the sense of like, you know, non-monogamy or anything like that. It's not like, it's not that there's anything wrong with non-monogamy, but it's about like, maybe independence isn't the right word, but autonomy is the right word and sovereignty and needing to feel like you're your own person and you're not going to like lose yourself to a relationship. I think that's like where, you know, traditional like gender norms kind of fail a lot of Aries, like femmes and, and women and people who identify as women, like, um, or sorry, pe- especially I would say people who are raised as female too. Like there's just like, we're supposed to kind of fit this mold and and like be happy with certain things. And it's okay to like express the scent on that. And also um, it's okay to take up space and a lot of space. And like, yeah, I feel like there's just Aries women, like never yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. You're <laughs> yeah, that's, fucking that's great. A su- I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> co fashion that's a super hopeful answer for co fashion. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. <laughs> um the next question is from Sizzle Real Gang. Give us a power ranking of all the signs. Is that even possible? Can is, is no. it skip. So, skip. There's your skip. Okay. I don't like that question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next question is from Catalina X five. How has the pandemic affected the way you see life now? How has the pandemic affected the way you see life now? Um, wow. How's the pandemic affected the way I see life? You could also skip this one too. It's, I know, but if I don't want. get to skip. <laughs> yeah. So, I think um, it's... I don't know if it has... I don't know if it ha- I think if anything, it's emphasized like the need. I-, I think it's just the pandemic has made a lot of issues very, very, very clear and unable to be um, ignored anymore. And I, I think mm. well said. It- it's just hard to watch 
people continue to try to ignore them. Um, even after the, like, you know, this pandemic and even after everything's like exposed, it's like still trying to like patch it, like put band-aids on like boiling lava or some shit. Right. That classic um, meme. What's what's that meme? Like slapping tape on this, like overflowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the world splitting open, but you're like trying to duct tape it back together. Right. 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 I like Um, like the way you explained it. Yeah. It's just, so I think it hasn't really changed the way I've seen anything, but it's been, it's been, you know, it's just been kind of difficult to watch and yeah. Yeah. Cool. And the next question is extremely random. It's from traveling underscore and underscore sunsets. Hell yeah. I love those things. Uh, (laughs) What do you think of the name McLovin as a name in super bad in parentheses movie? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of love that question <laughs> the, movie, the movie part is what got me um what do i think of the name it's the movie for me. yeah i don't like it honestly. it's not the best name i wish it, but it's 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 perfectly cringy for that character in that movie so i guess yeah. in that case i love it from wiley point of view there are 14 constellations in our observable sky. How do you come to terms with that? Dot, dot, dot. There's more than 14 constellations. Oh, there's more. There's plenty. I mean, there's more. <laughs> I love, sounds, I love sounds the like, question. Sounds I love like the way wi- phrase, how do you come to terms with that? It's like. <laughs> sounds like uh, Wiley needs a wider point of view. I think right. so too. And there's, pl- there's tons of constellations in the sky that aren't. <clears throat> In our in the ecliptic and the zodiac belt, the mm-hmm. zodiac belt is um, composed of you know twelve constellations. You could say there's thirteen, sure, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't change anything, honestly, because we're not using the positions of the literal stars as our guides for you know making these mathematical um, calculations that we're doing. It's that's we're using the ecliptic, excuse me, or sorry, using the tropics to divide up the sky. Um, So yeah, it doesn't really, it's, it's, I don't really get that, that question. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for the question. Regardless, Wiley. Um, Next question is from Kylia Rosen. Thoughts on astrology apps like CoStar? How trustworthy slash accurate are they? Chaney app is the app that you want. (laughs) It's the app of your astrology dreams. Chaney app? Um, the thing about astrology apps is that it's never going to it's never going to replace going to an actual astrologer and getting a chart a chart reading like it's never ever going to replace that they're not you know they're not one in the same um but they will give you excuse me they will give you um you know good insight into like yourself your your life and what's happening in your life um through like transit reports and stuff like that um i don't i i don't recommend costar and mainly because um it's often their calculations are often inaccurate so there's been plenty of times where i've told people like oh no your moon sign is actually different costar told you the wrong sign. Right. Um, I w- I highly recommend the Chani app because I helped work on it, and I know oh, nice. people. I know a couple of people who are on that team, and Chani is just really great. And particularly because 
one, like, again, I know that astro- like real actual astrologers that are like really good people and, you know, really smart have worked on it and are working on it. I know Channy pays them really well. Um, and I know the I app is that. really good really 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 good all right cool um, well, i'm definitely gonna really put well. a, i'm definitely gonna <clears throat> put a that? link for i'm definitely gonna put a link for chani in the description yeah, the so chani it's app easy, is, is bomb easy um, to check out and what else oh then other apps there's time passages there's um which is yeah there's time passages that's really i mean i'm always gonna recommend the chani app. okay so chani app <laughs> is the move cool it's really great and it uses like Chani's training, like the way her kind of lineage is, um, and based in traditional astrology. And so I, I just, I'm, that's always what I'm going to recommend. I'll just leave it at that. Question from Elena.inks. Have you ever kissed Jeremy? (laughs) One time we tried to kiss and we couldn't do it. (laughs) We did try to kiss one time. (laughs) Why did that happen? Wait, wait, why did that happen again? I think we were just like probably like just being stupid and like I, like should we we should just try to do it and see if like and we like literally like got like an I, re- inch away. I remember I remember getting like an inch away and then just like laughing really hard dying laughing <laughs> that's really funny just can't it just it wouldn't work <laughs> question from Maxo underscore wait let me let me rephrase this for him hi Kira is the astrology approach different from country to country in parentheses climate. Hmm, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I would say there's um, there's like Western horoscopic astrology, which is what I practice. Um, there's there's definitely um, <clears throat> excuse me. There's definitely going to be a lot more variation once you are looking at like the East and Eastern astrologies, like um, the astrology they practice in India and the astrology they practice in China's definitely a lot different. So, um, and then even in South America, but what I will say is, um, that I would say not, not most, but, um, the astrology that you'll see in the West, especially all has kind of, it's, it's all, all has the same roots, which is kind of comes from the same region or around the Hellenistic era, basically. And like, um, Egypt, Greece, ancient Egypt, Greece, that time. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So that kind of spread throughout Europe and into the Americas. Um, and then there's also like Indian, like Vedic, more, um, other traditions in in the East. So yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> well, good question from Maxo underscore. Um, Lizzo, Liz with three Z's EA 96. Where did you learn about astrology? So from my perspective, I remember coming in your room and you would just be reading like these thick astrology books. Is it, <laughs> Did you, and you would read it front to back, as far as I know, like, did you get most of your astrology knowledge from books, from YouTube videos? Where did you learn all this stuff? Definitely mostly from um, both books and podcasts. And in particular, Chris Brennan's astrology podcast is just, I will never stop like gushing about (laughs) that (laughs) podcast as a resource. It's really amazing. Chris does such an amazing like service to the astrology community through that podcast. And you can really like 
really learn um, astrology through that podcast, like really good quality astrology. Awesome. Um, and that's, that? I've been, that's been a primary learning um, source for me. Go to the astrologypodcast.com. Cool. Have you yeah, gotten yeah. to meet this guy or is he like a celebrity figure to you? Um, both. Like he, so he's a younger quote unquote astrologer in the sense that he's like 36 mm. and I've been like a patron of his podcast for like over six years at this point. Um, because I've been learning from him for that, for that long, but yeah, he was always like a celeb to me. Cause he was like a young astrologer, just like killing it. And, um, and I mean, I was on his podcast this past summer and that was like oh, a huge wow. deal for me. Incredible. <laughs> Excuse me. I've met him in person. Um, at a conference like 2019. Um, and yeah, we've like been in touch ever since. And it was just like, so cool to be on his podcast and he came on mine. Um, and that was, and we actually had a whole episode about like the lineage and history of astrology. So if you're interested in that, check out my podcast, but, um, That's yeah, amazing. it's, and and I, I was on what's his your podcast? talking about like millennials. We'll, we'll, we'll mention your podcast at the end, but real quick, can you just drop the name of your podcast oh, yeah, for anyone it's listening the right astrology now? Astrology show. And find it anywhere like Apple, all Spotify, all podcast places. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Apple, Spotify, all the all the Google. I think I don't know. All the <laughs> From Am Rathesh fifty two, is being a scorpion a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a Scorpio. Um, no, it's not a bad thing. There's no bad things about being a sign like we're all one of them none of them yeah. are inherently bad um scorpions scorpios we're just we're just deep we're just intense we're just complicated we're okay, can, a little emo a little complex there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> okay speaking of that i feel like the i i mean i don't know a lot about astrology but i feel like the sign that gets most clowned on is gemini mm -hmm. i feel I feel like, is that, is there any, why is that? Like, I feel like it's like the New Jersey of signs, <laughs> but like what, but why? I don't, I don't know this. This is just like rumors of what I've heard. And I'm sitting right next to a Gemini right now and he's waving his hand at me and I'm I mean, trying not to make very, eye contact. He's a great Gemini. I am a Gemini stan. Like I'm always going to be a hardcore defender of all Geminis. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, why? I mean, it's a sign ruled by Mercury. Mercury is fickle. Mercury tests things. Mercury doesn't conform to one side or another. Um, and Mercury is a sign of the twins and of the magician and of the jester. You know, it's it, it's the trickster. Um, and so trickster. you just have to like understand Gemini's. And then once you understand, then you're like, oh, yeah, of course. I love you. Like, what would we do without Gemini's? I, that's really what I want to know. Everyone who shits on Gemini's, like, what would we do without Gemini's? They bring, they bring lightness. They bring so much information. Like Gemini's know so much shit. They just like, they just know shit. <laughs> um, all these little factoids, and they're fun and funny and contrarian, and just like add so much to our lives. Like, stop shitting on Gemini. Oh. <laughs> Alexi right next to me is just smiling, big smiling to everyone right now. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, but that, that's people people say bad things about Gemini's. That's so dumb. I know oh, it's really. I mean, it's dumb to say bad things about any particular sign um, because, like, literally, we have all twelve of them 
in our life, like as part of us, all 12 are in each of our charts. So mm-hmm. you have Gemini Sun in your chart. See, this Talk is why I love having you explain this because <laughs> you're, you're the pro. Question from Adam Ia by Adamia. Cool. How do I get around the ego of an Aries man? What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like Aries yeah, slander. Are, yeah, there's a lot of Aries slander. I, I'm guessing this is just because Aries season is coming up. It's Pisces Maybe. season right now, yeah, right? So yeah. we're getting a lot of I Aries questions. Um, you still have a skip, by the way, if you don't want to. I'm, oh. I'm curious. I'm curious why he or she um, asked that question. What was is, the question again? Uh, how do I get around the ego of an Aries man? How do I get around the ego? Do Aries men, are they known to have egos? It's... Mm, or, I mean, I'll we can skip, skip this question. You have a skip. Okay, skip. cool. Yeah. Uh-oh, you don't got another skip, though. I know. Scared. <laughs> okay, the next question is from Akanksha Soamaiji. How did you know you were into astrology? I I was into astrology since I was, since I was a kid. I just always knew I was a Scorpio. I always resonated with it. It just it always resonated with me. Like it was never like a, Oh, I had to be convinced of this sort of thing for me. I've always loved it. Um, ever since I was a kid, yeah, I was always into birthdays. I knew everyone's birthday growing up. Um, but I mean, when I really, really knew was when I saw my birth chart for the first time. And that was just, I was just down the rabbit hole. Literally didn't sleep that night. I didn't fall asleep. I just, were you hopping? Hopping. yeah, because you're going down the rabbit hole like a bunny. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, I think I was just falling, honestly, mm. just diving, honestly, down the rabbit hole. But yeah. This one That's time when I, I was growing up, just reminded me, this one time when I was growing up, we were in the backyard in my Pennsylvania backyard, and there was just this literal rabbit hole. There was a hole in the ground, and a couple bunnies popped out of it. <laughs> it was a little, it was a literal rabbit hole. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, I, I, and then I wanted to keep them and then my parents didn't let me. The next question is a little off topic, but also on topic at the same time. From Gersuakagil underscore TJ1116. Is COVID-19 real? Yes. <laughs> That's all we need. That's it's just a one word answer. Yes. And then the last question is also from Paris Mompower. What sign is Jeremy most likely to hate and or fall in love with? Oh, fall in love with is easy. Libra. Um, <laughs> Libra is the person I'll fall in love with. A Libra. I, I think that's like what most likely I think Libra or Leo for you. I think you could fall really hard for a fire sign, basically um, a Libra or a Leo. Um especially yeah either one of those i think so why why is that um why you said yeah i'm curious because your chart ruler is um mars and libra in your seventh house which is relationships so your seventh house is where you find relationships and partnerships in the chart and your chart ruler is there and it's just it's a nice mirror to you and has a lot of same um yeah there's a lot of similarities there with you and Libras. Um, and then also Leo, because it falls into your fifth house. And I think you have your Venus there. Um, but your fifth house is where you find like fun and creativity and sex and romance and all the pleasures in life. And I think a Leo could really like bring that out of you. And that doesn't mean just a Leo son, like 
Leo placements, Libra placements will also, um, yeah, align with you that way. Cool. Well, Kira, that about wraps up the questions. This has been amazing to catch. Even though we've known each other for so long, I feel like we've never had this long of a discussion about astrology. Probably and not. honestly, it brings a smile to my face to hear you talk about something that you're so passionate about and so knowledgeable in. It just like brings me joy. So I really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the pod and sharing sharing all your knowledge. Thanks for having me. Where yeah. I so love hanging with you. Yeah, let's, I hope we could. I feel like it's been so long since I've seen you, so I miss you a lot. Hope we could hang IRL Definitely, soon. For sure. Um, can you let's let's drop your links. Where can people find you? What what do you want to? What's something you're working on right now that you could share? Sure. Yeah. Um, you can find me at theastrology.com, at theastrology on Instagram and Clubhouse, at theastrology underscore on Twitter. Oh, gosh, looking at my website reminds me I need to redo it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like it. Thanks. I, um, I just launched a couple things. Um, the 11th House, it's a community, um, like membership community that I started. And it's super fun. And we do like meetups. And basically, I say it's like for astro nerds um, to like gather and connect. And we're, you know, Discord lots of fun things. Um, and so, yeah, the 11th house doors just closed, but they open up every three months. So if you're interested, I'm going to have a wait list link up soon, or you can just, you know, subscribe to my mailing list. Um, and then I'm just started teaching a course too. So that I'm going to be busy with that for a while. Um, and then I also have a podcast, the astrology Ooh. show, um, astrology show. Ooh. Yeah. I remember that photo. Yeah, Jerem took that photo. I'm actually about to redo the, the cover art, but I do love that photo so much. Yeah, that um, was a good time. That was from that was from when we went to Florida together. It was That's Florida. A, that right photo is in a hot right tub. before election day. The day before election day. Oh my 20, god. It was a, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we got back. Oh my god. Yeah, I we flew I remember, back on election day. I remember coming back vividly and what New York the feeling in New York was like yeah. on post-election day the day after yeah because i we we flew back from florida to to new york i then took a bus to pennsylvania to vote and then the morning after took a bus Mm. back and it was just like raining and dreary everyone was like so depressed but anyway he's out so we don't have to be (laughs) sad about that um but yeah the astrology show it's my podcast it's really good if you're like interested in doing a deep dive and like the basics because I have an episode about each planet. Um, and right now I'm doing a series about um, all the houses too. So if you're interested in learning more, my show is a really good place for it. Um, and yeah, that's, and then I also just to plug real quick, Fresh Voices is um, a platform that I run. It's called Fresh Voices in Astrology. And um, basically it's for emerging astrologers um, to sort of like be able to present stuff that they're interested in. And we host webinars every two weeks and that's really fun. And we have a free summit every year. Um, so we have that too. And yeah. Here, you're absolutely crushing it. You got so many things going on. Uh, Just remember, I don't know. Remember, remember to also chill and relax too, because you're so hardworking. And- <laughs> I try, I try. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Shishkin Productions podcast.